Okay, welcome once again to the Unshakable Foundation meeting of Cocaine Anonymous. This is a main share meeting, and today it's with lots of gratitude, lots of pleasure that I'm welcoming Nikki M, all the way from Toronto. He's come to share for around 40 minutes on the topic of uh, a vision for you, after which we'll open up for Q&A. So uh, with that, it's over to you, Nikki. Thank you so much, Young. Hi, everybody. I'm Nikki M, and I'm a grateful member of this beautiful fellowship. And according to my book, I'm also an intelligent agent spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation. And I'm just so grateful to be here. Thank you, Isaac, for reading Who is a CA Member. I love that reading because it says it doesn't matter to us what type of drug you used. You have a seat here. The third tradition of the long form also says that if you suffer the disease of alcoholism, we may deny no one. So it's really important that, you know, we've strayed so far from, from what the vision for you, when Young asked me, Nikki, what's your topic going to be? I thought, let's go to the vision for you because I think we've drifted so far in 2024 of the vision for you, for you, for me, for what this fellowship, for what Bill W. and his magic book envisioned for us. So I want to talk about that because there's so much magic in here. And it's true. If you're a new friend, sit down, relax, look for the similarities. You're home. I remember telling someone the other day, I just looked at them and I was like, you're home. You've met your people because it doesn't matter what you're shoving in your God-shaped hole. If it's not this power greater than yourself, I don't know how you're surviving, really, because I suffer the disease of alcoholism. So what qualifies me to be here and share today? Well, you know, I've been here for a while, number one. But number two, once I start, I can't stop. And I can't control the amount of what I'm taking. And lately, what's that been in over a decade in these rooms? You know, what is that? Sometimes that looks like fear. The other day, I started complaining and I couldn't stop to where I was blacked out. And all of a sudden, all the miracles became nightmares. Now, thank God I have a sponsor. New friends, if you come in here, we're asked to get a sponsor, a guide, someone who can take you through the book. This program comes with a book. And so I just wanted to talk about what it says here in the, in the vision for you. There's so much in here. I get a sponsor when I come in. Someone makes the approach. See, it doesn't, a vision for you doesn't say, raise your hand if you can sponsor it literally says <clears throat> they will approach that's us that's you and i we will approach still other sick ones see we learned we were sick we learned earlier in the book that it centers in our mind not in a baggie not in a bottle you guys know me if you know nikki i'm not in his pants doesn't center there or in my bank account. It suffers and it starts in my mind. That's where it starts. So it says on, you know, in the vision for you, we make the approach. We don't raise our hand. So if you're in a room, you guys, whether raise your hand, please remember what the vision for us is. We are to make the approach to the still suffering addict. Why? They're coming in here. And if you're in my country in Toronto, Canada, there's fentanyl crisis. They can't even raise their hand. Or maybe they're just in there sober, blotting out the consciousness of their existence with food, with gambling, 
with men, money, women, I don't care what it is, but they're sober. So they still can't raise their hand. It's too busy in other things. You know, I sponsor a lot of people who are, who, who get big numbers in cocaine anonymous without touch, touching mind altering substances. But they forgot that the vision for us is to turn all things over. All things are thinking are everything, everything, every, everything. One addiction at a time. New friends don't get scurred. So it's not one thing. It's not, you don't got to turn over everything. And this is, this says very clearly, this is not an overnight matter. It must continue for our lifetime. So they say, perhaps the best way of treating you, our new friends, to a glimpse of your future. See, that's what the book says. Stay close here. Stay close to people who have what you want and who are smiling and laughing because it says we're not a glum lot. So you can get a glimpse of your future, of what your future will be. And it's in the growth of this fellowship. See, there's a substitution. We don't talk about that enough. The substitution for the drugs, your drug of non-choice. There's a substitution for that. And it's called a fellowship. It's a big fellowship. And it's here in CA. I love CA the most because you guys take everybody. You don't care. You really don't. You really don't. If you've met my sponsor, Cameron F., he's in CA. He'll take anyone. It doesn't matter. And that's when I got more, more open to this concept because remember what it asked me to do when I come in here. I'm to sweep away my prejudice. I'm to sweep away all prejudice, not just towards God, towards everything. I am to think honestly. And they ask us to be very radical in here. So I have to think honestly. And then it asked me to search diligently within myself. And the consciousness of my belief is sure to come to me. So I'm here. I have to have a substitute. Friends, when you come in here, you're going to get a guide and you're going to get a substitute for, for all of it, for your boredom. I have a sponsee this morning, check-in. Nikki, I'm lonely. I, I get that. I get that. I get lonely days. I just survived COVID and I didn't follow the, the government mandates. It was really lonely for me. I lost my job. My boyfriend lives on your side of the pond, young, in Luxembourg. Couldn't go two and a half years. I know loneliness, but there's a substitute. And you guys took me in. You guys showed me a way out for those lonely nights. Because remember what it talks about in here. It talks about what's going to happen is, and I love it because it describes what the vision for us is. It says, it becomes customary to set apart one night a week. Are you guys doing that? Because new friends, you at the beginning, I had to go to so many meetings, but 90 meetings in 90 days is not enough to keep this person free from 400 forms of madness, 100 forms of fear, 100 forms of self-delusion, 100 forms of self-seeking, and 100 forms of, oh, there was one more. Did I say self-pity? I like my dirty diaper. Fear, self-pity, self-seeking, self-delusion. I'm no good. See, I got to come one night a week to see you guys so you remind me. No, Nikki, you're an intelligent agent spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation. You touched a power greater than yourself. That's what you guys remind me, one night a week. <laughs> and it says, 
a meeting to be attended by anyone. And I love this, this word in here, everyone interested in a spiritual way of life. See, this is a spiritual way of life. New friends, you're going to come in here and you're going to want to get off whatever is blocking you from this power. Then you're going to realize there's just, it's more than one or two things. It's a whole, it's a whole, if you're like me, a lot of addictions and afflictions that will block you from the sunlight of the spirit. See, we're in here for a spiritual way of life. It says this is the design for living that really works. So it's open to anyone and everyone. So are you in a meeting that's closed? Think about that one. Where, where, where is that in the vision for you? Oh, it's, this is a closed meeting for alcoholics only. This is for sex and love addicts only. This is for CA members. What the, wait, wait, wait. My friends are, there's only one book, right? And there's only one solution is what my book says, because it says we have been wrecked in the same vessel. And it says we are being restored and united under one God. Now you can just, you can get your own power here. Your own God. Dickie, don't talk about God. You're going to scare the newcomer. I know I hated God when I came in here, but remember I was asked to sweep away all my prejudice. Think honestly and search diligently because I'm beyond human aid. I had flushed my life right in the toilet. And my sponsor was cool enough to say, okay, you don't want God cross out God and put power. And if you don't want power, just think about, do you want these spiritual principles? Do you want these spiritual principles that we're offering here? Because we're united under them with hearts and minds attuned to the welfare of others. Well, I'm always thinking of others, says Nikki. Well, yeah, Nikki, so you can control them, manipulate them, manage them, martyr yourself. And in my disease, I want to murder. I go real, real AWOL. You don't love me anymore. I boiled a cell phone. I looked at him and said, if you had a bunny, I'd boil that too. Because I go, hey, what, what happens? It says vacillating between suicidal and homicidal thoughts. I love the vision for you because it talks about it. It talks about that loneliness. It talks about being uh, at the jumping off place that you'll wish for the end. Hey, and everyone, I wrote a line out that says sober. I have a friend recently in the rooms and he picked up his 16 year chip. He's almost in 17 year. And he forgot to mention that he was in the hospital six months previous for an attempted suicide. <laughs> sober. We all know people like that here, everybody. So remind everyone, this is a spiritual way of life. Everyone's welcome. Your home. And then it says here, I love this because this is really 2024. It even says, bring your family, <laughs> right? It says, many a distracted wife, husbands, children, mothers, find a loving and understanding companionship among people here. Bring them in. See, if you, if you know a little bit about me, and some of you do, maybe you don't. Right now, I have a baby downstairs, three months old. Her mother chose crack. She's my grand sponsor. Her sponsor called me and I was on the phone and I'm like, I'll call you back. She's like, no, Nikki. And she never says very important. I'm like, okay, the mother 
left the baby off an ad off the internet with strangers to go use crack. The baby's still in my house. This is, this is what a vision for you asks us to do. It asks us to open up our homes, open up our lives. And I'm greedy. I get real greedy. What do you mean? Like Nikki, remember how you lost your job in COVID and God paid off your mortgage and you have this home. You're going to let a baby and the aunt stay in your home. Not be over helpful. This isn't forever. Remember, I can't differentiate the true from the false. So now I actually have you guys to wake me up and say, Nikki, like, come on, what you got to get dates, get it. You know, don't be too interested in no, having no plans and designs. We do the next right thing and leave the results up to God. And however that turns out for us, that's God's will for me. So that's, that's what we do in the vision for you. Cause it talks about miracles here, not mediocre recoveries. It says our financial fears will fall from us. It does. And it says, if you put anything before that, you'll lose it. Meaning put anything before God, you won't get your financial fears. Don't, don't put money first. Don't put people first, put this power first. What power? I'm new, Nikki. I hate God. Well, the book will tell you stay. If you have a great sponsor, like I did, it will tell you what this face of God looks like being humble, Nikki. Getting content, getting obsessed, because it says when you're losing your mind, you are to pause and count your blessings. That's what my book says. Then it says, get unselfish, Nikki. And what does that mean? That means if you're here, you have to you sponsor. This is about sponsoring other people. It's a 12-step program. Don't come in and work 11 steps. And certainly... Don't come in and work 13 steps. No, I'm not the arbitrator of anyone's sex life, but it says our job is to be helpful. And I see a lot of my friends in Cocaine Anonymous dying in this part because they forget it's not, not helpful to, to welcome the newcomer with your penis. I'm sorry. That's not helpful. Oh, did I say that on live on camera? Yeah, because... It says in here, we got to get radically honest. And my friends are dying. You can, I know it's being recorded, young. Blurp, blurp it out. They do that on the news. Although in Europe, you guys say everything. Like swear words are on your radio station. Here in North America, they bleep out everything. It's awesome. Because that's what, you know, I, I, I don't want to be too politically correct because that's what's happened in here. We've got too politically correct in here. And we forget to tell the newcomer, you're going to die. That's what the book says. If you do not follow the set of instructions in the spiritual toolkit laid at your feet. It says many, not a few, pursue it to the gates of insanity or death. I'm not afraid to tell people anymore. Because also with the baby that's in my house, I have my mother who's 76, whose husband took a pistol and blew his head out in front of her. So this is a family disease. That's why everyone, everyone has a seat at the table, especially in Cocaine Anonymous. Thank you. You know, and I love this line in, 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 in the vision for you, because it tells you that it says in finding God, it says that afternoon, this is one of the, cause it tells you how, how you're going to get a fellowship, how these age of miracles is still upon us, how we're going to make the approach and not raise our hands, how everyone is welcome to a spiritual way of life is what this book says. But it also says how I think it was number three when Bill and Bob, because they described the story of how you're going to start your fellowship because how they started the fellowship, how we're in this fellowship. 
And it says how he put on his clothes and walked a free man. I think that's what we're doing all the time here. Those, those who want to live this way, we put on our clothes and we walk free people every day is a day that we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. But Nikki, I need a day off. Well, the book says there's certain trials and low spots ahead. And if you don't work and self-sacrifice, you will not survive. It says you're going to drink again. You're going to think again. You're going to snort again. You're going to do all those other things that you don't like me mentioning on camera. Me, I just like to blot out the consciousness of my existence with how the world's ending and hide in my bedroom. The noodle studio. Here we are. So it says on here, after he puts on his clothes and walks again, it says he found God. This takes time. Doesn't it? Everyone comes in here and I'm, I'm lonely. Well, I'm sorry, sir. You just put down a few of your drugs of choice. You, you just got here. This is my new sponsee. And it was like, um, oh, it says men and women. Yes, I sponsor men. If you're not spiritually fit, probably you shouldn't sponsor the other gender. But it says if you're spiritually fit, you can do anything. And that's how I learned to forgive men and make my amends, especially because I take, I can't go back to all, you know, I'm a praying mantis. I can't go back to, I'm 50, all the years gone by and find all those men and write the letters and no, but my sponsor said, what you can do is you can take somebody and save a life through this big book. Though you be but one person with a book in your hand to pay it for a program. So simple, but not easy. And then we forget the next part to the new friends. A price has to be paid, the destruction of self. So when it says you find God, and in finding God, you find yourself. As I told my sponsor this morning, this was all through a seven-minute voice note. He left me two minutes, and I left him five. And as I told him this morning when he was saying, you're lonely, I said, it says right there on page 63, better to meet God alone than with those who don't understand. So you may have to meet God alone than with those. Because even in this room right here, some of you don't understand me. And that's okay. Because it says, you know, it, it really, it really describes in our book how we're to treat each other. You know, it, it, it says we're united under, under love under one God, we're united under patience, under tolerance, under acceptance, under being generous, not too generous because we're supposed to be fully self-supporting and get resentments that way. And it says, resentments will kill me, not the crack cocaine or the fentanyl. The resentment that eats at my soul because the grouch and the brainstorm are not for me. I smashed the idea that I'm I'm not allowed to do that stuff anymore. See, a lot of people, new friends, you'll stop it like, I'm not allowed to drink. I'm not allowed to call my ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm not allowed to go to that guy's uh, over there where the, where, the, where the crack, where the trap house at is. I'm not allowed to go. No. They don't go far enough. You're not allowed to get angry again. I know it's not comedy hour. Okay, I know it's not comedy hour, but the book literally says this magic book on page one, one, one of those crystal people and those number peoples. It's on page one, one, one. It says the first principle of success is that you're to never be angry. Like, think about that, everybody. Let's chew on that for a minute. Never be angry. 
So you don't pick up whatever you think you should. There's a whole process here. It's not just magic one and done. The consciousness of your belief is sure. That's a promise. Sure means 100% sure without a doubt. It's going to come to you, but you got to stay here for a while. You got to work all 12 steps every day, all day, every day in the vision for you. We have to get up and admit we're powerless. This is the vision for us. We have to admit we're powerless. It says life among Alcoholics Anonymous is an everyday occurrence. I mean, this is what we do. Loving all powerful creator. Are you thinking about that? Or is the grouch and the brainstorm on your years past? Parents, how you destroyed your children. Because my book says my past is my greatest asset. It says if I cling to the thought that in God's hands, that in love's hands, that in forgiveness's hands, that in getting humble, that in in, in getting accountable and getting responsible in those hands, that my dark past will be my greatest asset so I can help somebody. Because I thought my purpose, well, I'm not going to tell you because you guys are going to think I'm even weirder than what I am, but I really thought my purpose was something that they, the programming in that world has trained me to believe, that I need those toys, I need that look, I need that house, car, that tight ass, I need all these things. But then you guys showed me a book that says, my purpose is to serve God and God's people. That's it. That's a real radical statement that the only reason I exist is to serve you guys. And I heard my friends here. He's, he lives on page 63. I think you're still here. You can find him. You can find this fellow on page 63. He's programmed to take a sincere position and perform this work well. We'll message each other on WhatsApp because he's in Israel. I'm in Toronto, Canada. Sometimes I'm in Luxembourg. And basically, it's always a God morning, Shalom Shabbat, and it's always, did you take your sincere position to perform this work well? And then sometimes perform will be bolded and highlighted. I'm to perf- and never perfect because it says I'm not a saint. So I'm just a, per- and this is all in here. It's all anything I'm saying. I'm, I've been reprogrammed because you guys begged me to be fearless and thorough from the start. And then what did you do? You urged me to try this program for nothing will be so helpful as the radically changed attitude that God will show me how to have. Right. And so then it's, I love this. It's like, this is what we do here. It's like a practical approach to our problems because my thinking is my problem right now. My thoughts, my thought life, my thought life will be placed on a much higher plane. When my thinking is cleared of wrong motives, my thinking, the grouch and the brainstorm, it centers in my mind. And then I need, like I come here and it's a, and then you guys show me a very practical approach. Isn't that what you do? 12 steps. You take someone through. You know, that's all. We're just a facilitator. God, 
meet your new friend, new friend, meet the creator of the universe. And then you guys show me the absence of intolerance of any kind. You guys are very tolerant people. You you guys taught me that. Let everybody in. Like perhaps the people, Nikki, who wronged you are spiritually sick. When your friend in CA says you don't deserve to, you shouldn't be here, Nikki, or someone. Oh, my when my home group said we don't use I'm in another in a bunch of other fellowships. We don't use the big book here, Nikki. And they were very intolerant of my big book speak. So I just started a big book meeting in that fellowship and it grew and grew because that's what the book says. It says all, it says God will show you how to create the fellowship you crave. It says God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Is God doing that for you? Are you staying long enough? This isn't therapy, everybody. This is real radical. Because the book tells us there's so many warnings in here. If you're a new friend and you're like, what is Nikki talking about? Maybe you should listen back with somebody else or, or write down your questions when you're listening to people and ask other people, elder statespersons in the room, trusted servants in the room. What does all of this mean? Because a lot of people in my rooms are forgetting we make the approach. We're here for the newcomer. I'm not here for a therapy session. I'm here to share a message of experience, strength, and hope. Not a drunk log. You want to know what my past was like? Here it is. I was having trouble with personal relationships. I can't control my emotional natures. Homicidal, suicidal. I was prey to misery and depression. Depression, self-obsession. I was so out of my mind, I couldn't drive. <laughs> blacked out by fear i couldn't even get in my car my daughter went to university and then it was like wait what i don't i don't i just it, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing dark times ahead what are you snorting i it seemed at that point i was snorting my daughter because when she left i didn't know what to do how was i I couldn't make a living. Oh, I'm a retired burlesque entertainer. I can make a shit ton of money, but I couldn't make a living. Make sense? I had a feeling of uselessness. Yes. You don't want to leave anything or anyone around me. I'm useless. Right? I'm a praying mantis. And I'm full of fear. Okay, well, you just heard I couldn't drive, but I mean paralyzing stress-induced anxiety. Nikki, you've got bipolar, says the doctor. Nikki, you've got ADHD, says the doctor. You've got stress-induced anxiety. Let me give you some more pills so you can numb out yourself. And I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. I'm a soul surgeon. Says the book says it's fine. Doctors, go to them. But let me know how that works out for you. For me, it didn't work. I need a soul sickness. I'm suffering an illness which only a spiritual solution can conquer. And I need it every day. I need a spiritual experience every day. And it's in the small things lately, real small things. And I'm, and I was unhappy as so I couldn't be of real help to anyone. Do you want to know like the dirty deeds of what I did, what it looked like? We all know what that is, but I'm here to tell you about miracles. I'm here to tell you about the vision for you because it's all in this book. And then from this book, this is what happens to people. If you read the, this is, I love this part because this is absolutely what happened to me. Um, 
I became a bright spot in people's lives in my, in my congregation. It talks about, it talks about, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be helpful to other people because in our book, it says to see where religious people are right. You know, and from there, you know, I'll volunteer every Saturday. You guys, I, I lost my job in COVID. The vision for you, Nikki, is not that you're going to get another job in that world. You're going to lose your job. The vision for you, Nikki, at 47, because I'm 50 now, in COVID at Canada's largest hospital during a pandemic, you're going to lose your job and you're going to think the world's ending, but I'm going to have a bigger plan for you, says God. And then I become like a volunteer, a full-time volunteer and sponsor. Because the book says that. Here it says it. Where, Nikki, does it say that? It says on page 19 of our big book. And I love it. It says, a few are fortunate enough. That's me. And if you know my sponsor, Cameron F., that's him too. I've never seen him have a real job. We're going to be fortunate enough to be so situated that we can give nearly all. And I circled all their time to the work. And my line out says, me doing God's work full-time. I'm a full-time sponsor. I mean, I have a little grocery money job at a comedy club because I need to laugh. I, my sponsor gave me a job because my government raised the grocery prices so high. He's like, Nikki, I need, I'm like, yeah. So I got this little grocery money job, you know, keep me busy one night a week, laughing. I volunteer at the Salvation Army where I'm a bright spot. I'm having a clothing swap. Take what you like, leave the rest. Get your get your one night a, meet, a, a week meeting. Get your people to bring all their clothes. Find a spot and just exchange what you have. So your, your people who are in debt, you know, those people can't, they can get a new jacket there. They can get a new, new shirt. It's fun. And then people, and then, and then my sponsor comes out and we make noodles because I'm Noodle Nikki. I have a Monday morning show and a podcast, Noodle Nikki. So we make noodles. We give them out free and it's become a thing. Are you getting out to your community and practice these principles in all your affairs? I mean, this is, oh, Nikki, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm here for good news and bad news because it's a vision for you. In your big book, did you write your name? Because I did. I wrote a vision for you. The big book says that I'm going to learn the meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. Neighbors, that includes everybody, including my prime minister. Everybody. It says, it says, I'm going to be useful, respected, and happy. That's true. That is so true. People used to hide everything from me, including their husband. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, God, we have such a fun time. So this is the glimpse, friends, in a vision for you. It clearly says a glimpse into your future. You know, it, it, it tells you what's going to happen. It says, we're giving you a treatment for alcoholism. And if you think that stops at just putting down your DOC, you may have a few. It goes even deeper. See, the treatment for alcoholism is that, again, we'll talk about it. The first principle of success is that you should never be angry. Nikki, how am I never going to be angry? You're going to follow the exact instructions in this big book. You're going to get disciplined. I sponsor a lot of grown men and women who don't make their bed every day. Get disciplined. What does being disciplined have to do with my fentanyl, my crystal meth problem, my sex problem, my food problem? It has a lot to do with it. it. Has a lot. It says we alcoholics slash addicts are 
undisciplined. So we let God, we let the spiritual principles discipline you. Are you getting humble? Are you being responsible? You can't, you know, people forget that sugar's eight times more addictive than cocaine. That's in my country. Number one killer is heart disease and stroke in my country. So um, I can't just come in here and start picking up all those cookies at the coffee table when I'm at a meeting. You know, I, I, I help at the convention in the uh, our CA convention and, and do the food. And I'm always advocating like we are now just pushing another addiction on our CA friends. Can we please get some baskets of fresh fruit and nuts in here? I know it's a little more expensive, but please, we got to be mindful. Is it helpful what you're putting and blotting out the consciousness of your existence with? Upon awakening, let me think about the 24 hours ahead. God gave me brains to use. So new friends, if you're here, please get a sponsor. Please know the vision for you comes true. And you're going to go, but I'm jittery. I'm alone, Nikki. I can't do that. And our book says you can. It says you can. Every night I forget. I had a friend, Jean-Francois, in, in this program, and he said, Mr. C. He was said, at night, your disease does push-ups while you're sleeping. And I just forget. I just go to sleep. I forget. I forget that I'm an intelligent agent spirit. I forget that I tapped a source of power. I forget that I took a sincere position to perform this work well, that I'm less and less interested in my plans and designs, that my only job is to be helpful and of maximum service to God and God's people. I forgot that I'm to attend a meeting once a week, one meeting once a week to be attended by anyone and everyone interested in a spiritual way of life. I forgot that I'm supposed to see where religious people are right. You see, it's easy to forget. So every day I got to wake up and every day I got to find God now. Cause here the book tells us where to find God now here in this moment. I mean, we're all CA members. So we all know a spiritual giant named Mark Houston. And he's like, you know, we've, you know, we've never been here before. You know, how much God do you want today, Nikki? You listening to, to our people who came before us, you know, Bob Daryl marked up half my big book. He, I don't even know him. There you go. Cause this was before zoom. This is before when I had to lay in my bed and I couldn't just even before COVID before any of this, when you had to go, I think it was on YouTube and not really computer savvy and, and take my book and listen to these people and write on their notes, Peter M, Chris R. This is serious stuff. So get serious about recovery and recovery will get serious about you because it's getting pretty serious out in life in 2024. You guys, my country legalized all drugs or they did something weird. I don't know what they're doing, but they're not helping addicts. <laughs> That's for sure. And the rehabs that are in Toronto and in Ontario, my province, they're just body brokers. They help separate the addict from the drugs. But it's not a permanent solution 
to a deep soul sickness, to a spiritual problem. Does that all make sense? Like I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not, not bashing other fellowships. I'm not bashing other books. This is my experience, strength, and hope. Because I've watched my friends go through rehabs and I've watched my government get lots of money from it. And I'm telling you right now, where is the big book? Where is you must sponsor? Where is this? You must carry this message. Where is your one nighting, uh, one meeting a week? Go to a meeting every day. Just sit in there. Just, just keep coming back. No, stay because you're in the grip of a progressive illness. You get worse, never better. You need to stay with us so you can smash the idea that you're like anyone on the planet. It's an individual program. Stop looking at him. Stop looking at her and start looking inside deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. This is, it's funny, uh, not funny. It's just like every time I come home from Luxembourg, someone dies. This guy in my program recently, home group, dead. We hadn't seen him for a while. He was the treasurer. The money was missing. Have you seen so-and-so? Nikki, did you hear that so-and-so is gone? I got a board over here. Recently, we lost another guy. His parents come every Saturday to volunteer. I love it. His parents come every Saturday to feed because they didn't know where he was going to his meetings. And I looked at mom and I said, there's a program called Al-Anon. And she said, Nikki, I'm already in it. And her son was born the same year as my son, daughter, 1992. And I remember looking at him the last time I saw him and he looked good and he was trying. I said, did you call your mom? She just wants to talk to you. That's all. I'm a mom. I just want to talk to my kids. And that was that. And I don't get too sad about it. I remember when, you know, you know, my sponsor said, you know, we all know someone who's died in the rooms. And, I, and then he was like, I'll, you know, I'll come to I'll come to your funeral and I'll eat your sandwiches and I'll sleep with your wife. And and he would say these things. And and I and at first I was shocked that he would be so cold. And now as I see it, it's like, yeah. I go to a lot of funerals in these rooms. And we're too easy on the on the newcomers. Don't talk about God. Don't tell the newcomer. Let them take their time getting into the steps, Nikki. One guy told me, you're too aggressive in your approach. No, I'm not. This guy's going to die because I saw he's, he's going to get sober. And I saw what he was doing. He was acting out in other ways that we don't want to mention. You understand? And he was going to die there. Because I'm an all addictions and affliction type of girl. So this is a way of life. It says we have a loving, all-powerful God. It tells me I'm to come in here too, also, you guys, on page 29. And it says, each individual, that's me, Nikki M., in my personal story, which is my experience, strength, and hope. I'm just describing my own language. Right now, my favorite language is big book speak. I'm supposed to be learning French. It's so hard. Um, and from my own point of view, the way I established my relationship with God. See, the book doesn't mince words. And the way I established a relationship with God is I got a sponsor. I worked the 12 steps. I seek God every day. I sponsor, I sponsor, I sponsor. I started a meeting. I don't leave the rooms. 
I go out of the rooms and carry this message. I volunteer. I adopt a senior. I open up my home. This is so radical. I don't even know what to say. So maybe I'll end it right here. We, and I'll repeat it because this big book repeats it. Oh, here. I know I've got 30 seconds. Final countdown. Here it is. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to your creator and your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely. This is a free program. Can't mix the spiritual with the material of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. I love you. Thank you for my life.